0: Good morning, and welcome back to the Banter Booth, everybody. I'm your host, Zach Crawford, and we're talking about The Last of Us once again. So, of course, joining me, as always, for this, Chris DeFretis, that beautiful bastard. How's it going, man?
1: It's going great, Zachy. It's going great.
0: Chrissy Pooh. Always a pleasure, like, talking to you. I-, I love this, and I love that we're doing this Last of Us show. Just mm-hmm. to get all the compliments out of the way, I want to flatter the shit out of you. <laughs> so... Let's just get right into it because it was a, I, I, I have a I have a thought about episode 4 and my okay. thought on episode 4 is this. Wait on me. It it felt like an episode how people would complain about the walking dead being too slow sometimes. This mm-hmm. is how episode 4 felt to me. It felt like not a lot was happening and I I just kept thinking to myself, are we really wasting all this time watching them drive when there's still so much story that they need to plow through if they're going to do the entire first game like they say they're going to do in the first season like we got to get some fucking super sized episodes coming up because for Henry and Sam to have episode five and then we still got to go through Joel's injury and various other big events that take place
1: yeah I know we haven't even gotten to the <sighs> university yet you know mm-hmm. like it's funny because like I'm, like I'm playing the game at the same time and like I got to the point where um um we get to uh oh my god tommy we get to tommy and then we go to the university yep. and then i was like holy crap i'm like wait we're at the university right now i'm like we haven't even gotten to like colorado yet like we're still i forget what university they're in it's like uh university of wyoming or something like that um but i was like man we're not even like colorado yet this is crazy because like we haven't even got to that point and and mm-hmm. Not just Henry, or oh, David, David, that was his name.
0: Yeah, David um, and the David and his group. We'll leave it at yeah. that without getting too spoilery for people that yeah, haven't yeah. played the games.
1: Exactly, um, but yeah, um, I thought it, I thought it was a fine episode. You know, like mm-hmm. I I thought it was definitely more like I know a lot of people are definitely you know I've heard multiple podcasts say yo is this it was a filler episode and oh
2: mm. yeah
1: it was but I feel like it was more kind of like establishing like their relationship more so. Because like we haven't we've only had kind of like little inklings and tidbits of them kind of coming to like a common ground. And, you know, you know, we finally we finally got the the pun joke book. You know, we finally got the joke Mm -hmm. book Mm -hmm. uh, into play in this episode. And I think it was like really smart of them to kind of like combine the 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 accident of when they land in, uh, in, in Kansas City now instead of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think definitely makes sense because, I don't know, is Pittsburgh really on the way from bo- I thought Pittsburgh is a bit more south towards, like... Um,
0: Pittsburgh would be out of more out of the way, I would yeah, think.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah, because I think it's um, more south they're towards trying to, Philly.
0: Because they're still going to Wyoming in the video game, so if they're like going through Pittsburgh, I don't think that was helping them. I don't think that helps them get there faster.
1: No, Kansas City
0: makes sense because Kansas City's right there, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's right on the way along the west, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. That's I was like, okay, why that change happened? Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's smart. Well, I was listening to the podcast, and the reason they actually changed it was because when they were filming in Alberta, um, they basically couldn't find anywhere in Alberta that looked like Pittsburgh, but they could find a lot of places that looked like Kansas City, and that was literally why they changed it to Kansas City.
0: I love that reasoning. That's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's like, couldn't find anything that looked like Pittsburgh, but it didn't really matter what the city was. It's just what the city, like, what, like, what, like, it's a torn down city and, and Fedra's not there anymore, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that's the most important thing. Fedra's gone. And obviously, there's a couple of unfriendly people there. And, you know, we get to the, to the accident and we get to, to the, uh, the guy pleading for help. Um, and I love how, you know, Joel's like, put your seatbelt on. And she, she and then and then she and then Ellie's like, no, we gotta help that guy. And he's like, no, 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 we're not helping that guy. <laughs> he's like, I know what's going on. I know I've been here. <laughs> it's it
0: was nice to see the episode stay fairly true to the uh sorry I also comics the games where you get that scene perfectly adapted or the all oh, spot on word for word the porno mag scene gets adapted into the show. Yeah. Loved that. I can't yeah. fault that at all. And and even Ellie taking her, well, she didn't really take the life, but at least using the gun for the first time. You mm-hmm. get, like, some of these moments they're adapting, but I will say that this episode was the one that did stray the farthest from the game, because you're introducing a whole different rogue militant group, with uh, Melanie Linsky playing the leader in Kathleen. Uh, and who uh, the Jeffrey Pierce, the actor who played Tommy in the video game, playing Perry yeah. in the show
1: yeah he plays that guy
0: rocks a fucking nice head of hair slick back and that luscious beard loved it
1: i know i didn't actually know it was um it was actually tommy until i think somebody at work told me they're like yeah isn't that sick that tommy was in it and i was like wait who was tommy and they're like yo that the the bearded guy with the gun and i was like what i'm like that was tommy he's like yeah and i'm like i'm like i thought he sounded familiar because it's funny because like i literally was playing the game right before i watched the episode and i was like man that guy sounds familiar i'm like i can't I'm like where have i seen him before and then it's because i'd never seen him i've only heard him this whole time
0: mm-hmm. you knew his voice yeah exactly yeah. it was cool i knew going in because i i saw his on him promoting the episode on twitter and i went who the hell's this guy and then i looked it up and i went oh shit fucking tommy's in this episode here we go
1: yeah yeah it was cool and it,
0: it looks like he'll be one of the ones because i'm not sure about the other two how much screen time they're going to get when they pop up, but it seems like, cause he's going to get a multiple episode arc episode four and five. I don't know if um, Troy Baker is going to show up for that many episodes. And I know Ashley Johnson, I think she's only in it for a scene. I don't think she's in it for a lot.
1: Yeah. I I've for act- when they do show up. I actually know who she plays. Do you know who she plays?
0: She plays Ellie's mom.
1: Yes. I know. Yeah. My brother told me that <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I I heard that someone, I think it was Neil Druckmann in an interview actually had mentioned it in passing. And I went, oh, shit. He just revealed who she's playing. My God. Yeah. But I guess it's because everyone know who Troy Baker was going to play because he was in the promotional material as one of David's group. So you're like, OK, so if we know who he's going to play, we might as well. Play oh, really? Ashley's he's playing play.
1: part of David's group.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, but that's he, cool. He might be playing David for all we know, because they never released who's playing David. Like, that's still a mystery.
1: Dude, he would kill it as David too. He'd be so good.
0: Mm-hmm. And oh, man. All, Yeah, there's like, there's no way they get. In, you know what would be a two-shock? Nolan North playing David. That would be <laughs> fucking wild, bro.
1: Dude, just a a full-on curveball. They just bring mm-hmm. Nolan North back. It'd oh, be man. A hell, like, for okay, it, for now to I'm be gonna be on the lookout for, for Nolan North in this show.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, get him to cameo as anything, but if, if he's at, if he is David, that'll be a nice surprise for everyone
1: would be um but yeah i I, I like the you know like this the show is different from the game right like it, like it can't be like i mean it is close as a one-for-one adaptation but you know it mm-hmm. has to be something different at the same time you know we got that last in the last episode uh with bill and frank and i feel like that was kind of a precursor to them doing things differently Mm-hmm. uh in, in 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 the show and i think them doing this uh melanie linsky thing definitely kind of like broadens the 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 world of it more because like in the game when you're when you're uh attacked by those random raider dudes like there's really nothing to them they have some big guns and you know they're just trying to like steal stuff from you right and I feel like this kind of like puts a face to them now. It's like, okay, they, they're like, Hey, people have come into our house and we have to protect ourselves. And like it so like it's it's not exactly it's it's not um there there's two sides to every story, right? And I feel like that like that that's them showing this other than having them as just like unnamed bad guys, mm-hmm. you know. And I kind of really appreciate that. And I liked how they kind of incorporated Henry and Sam into this, into this group, because, you know, we know Henry and Sam as being good guys, you know, you know, from us playing the games and stuff. And they, you know, they were, you know, they helped us out or whatever. Right. Um, And I think it's interesting to like, have them kind of going against these people. So maybe they're not as great as they seem, you know, like they seem to be like taking care of each other and whatnot, but you know, like we see her interrogate this doctor about where they went, and then we also even have the that hole in the ground towards the end of the episode, and and uh, uh, tw- uh you know, to- to actor uh, Tommy's uh, the Tommy guy. He's like, hey, <laughs> we should probably tell people about this, and then she's like, no, 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 we got to go deal with this other stuff first, and he's just like, and you can see in his face, he's like. I think that's a fucking bad idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. Ah, oh, man, they always do this to, you know, create drama in the script, man. they always going to have the one character shrug off what is clearly going to be this giant issue in the next next episode of the episode after that. And mm-hmm. we know from watching the trailer for episode five that that issue is going to become a problem for everyone real mm-hmm. soon, real quick, because yeah. um, they have that great shot of that giant clicker coming out. And I, I cannot wait to see it in all its glory. That's something I've been missing in the show is the clickers, yeah, we need, you know?
1: we need the bloater, baby. We need a oh, bloater. fuck, man. I
0: can't wait. I'm pretty um, sure it's a
1: bloater that comes out of that hole in the trailer. So I think that's what... I think that it'll be the bloater coming out of that hole.
0: hmm I guess for its size, it's got to be the bloater, yeah.
1: Yeah, and plus, like, in the game, you don't interact with a bloater until you meet Bill. And we just... We, we, I mean, we met Bill. We didn't get to fight it with Bill, but... Mm-hmm. I feel like we should be, the bloater should be next, you know? Like, that's the next big bad kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I think to what you were saying previously where you mentioned how it's an, an adaptation, I'm, I'm okay with them taking the liberties they need to take. Like, I'm 100% on your, on your side here. Mm-hmm. I think I just need, I think my only issue so far with the show seems to be its pace. That seems to be my only thing. And also this issue with the video games and I, I already know that Craig Mazin had a comment about this on why he did it, but it's how bloodless the show is. Like, mm-hmm. I get that HBO didn't want this show to be insanely gory, but man, like, we're talking about two of the most violent video games that have ever been made, and, like, we're not going to show that much blood and gore. Like, I'm really hoping we, we start when David gets introduced next week's action-packed episode, and, and when we get to the hospital. Like, I hope we start seeing more and more of this you know, unflinching, can't, like, you want to look away type violence, but you can't. Like,
1: yeah, I think I think we will get it, but I think Craig is just, like, Craig Mazin, like, the, the creator of the show, you know, like, he also created Chernobyl.
2: Mm-hmm. And, like,
1: he also did a lot of that in Chernobyl. And that's because it, like, I know for us, it doesn't create tension because we know what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Or we know what's going to happen. But it does create tension, you know, when when something like when you when you're hearing something violent happening w- compared to seeing it, it always sounds it it sounds worse than it actually looks sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: yeah, and sometimes I feel like leaving he really
1: it up per- to your
0: imagination, it, it works yeah, a lot better. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like he I think he perfected that in Chernobyl because there's like many scenes of that where, you know, we don't even focus on like like a, I think there's one scene where they're going to check for the Geiger counters and you, you see them walking in and then it cuts and it goes to um, uh, Jared Harris's character. And he's in this room with a few other people and it just focuses on his reaction as they're listening in on what's happening. And it's, it's like an extremely tense scene and mm-hmm. I find it, uh, it worked very effectively in that way and definitely created a bit more terror in that show because I found that show to be one of the, most terrifying uh, things I've ever seen on television. Mm-hmm. And it was truly, and I think it was just because it was so rooted in realism and like how true the story was that kind of made me f- feel a bit more uh, scared because then I'm kind of like putting these own images in my mind while being, while feeling like being in that room, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: I I can see I can see that I think just the I, where it bothered me in this last episode was I just wanted to see Joel fucking shoot that guy or stab that guy in the face mm-hmm. the guy that was pleading for his life I really just well, wanted to see that guy die but yeah. instead we we were kind of because like this is Ellie's story so we're following her perspective and I can I know why the camera stays on her and we see her wipe away her tear because you know she this is the second person she's had to she didn't kill them but you know was at least Part of the reason why that person is now dead. So she, we're staying with her to see her reaction and how she deals with it, and how she kind of deals with it the same way that Joel does, which is just you know wipe it away, move on, whatever. But I I think I'm just this. You know what, man? It's a personal preference for me. I love violence. (laughs) I am, (laughs) I am so desensitized to violence. I guess where I just I love to see it. Like I like going on Shutter and watching these. It's, these gratuitous,
1: fucking terrifier, movies. baby!
0: <laughs> oh man, terrifier one, terrifier two. Give me the, give me the upside down hacksaw scene again, or the, the acid bath with rubbing salt in the wounds. In the second yeah. movie, like that's that you know it's sadistic, but I fucking love that shit. I, I love it, dude.
1: Dude, I love it too, and it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. But I can appreciate when mm-hmm. you know people are trying to do things different. I also like yeah, the yeah. fact that he didn't, uh, shoot the guy. And he ended up using his own knife because yeah. I was like, I was like watching him and I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, I hope he doesn't shoot this guy because that would not be like this world. Like you need to save your bullets. And then mm-hmm. he just, and then he takes the knife from, he's like, here, you can have my knife. And he takes his <laughs> knife and then just stabs him with it. And I was like, yeah, there's the Joel. That's mm-hmm. the chill I'm talking about, baby. Yeah.
0: It's a lot different than the video game. Whereas like, I'll be playing it and I'm going, you know what? Fuck it. I'm using a bullet. Boom. Cause I'll find more or I'll make more. Of of what I need. So but it's not it's not a video game, it's a TV show. So they need to be smart with the bullets. So I completely get that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Because I find in the game it's tricky though, because sometimes like you'll you'll get into situations like I have all the bullets in the world. (laughs) And then like you'll get into an encounter and then you're out of everything, and then you can't (laughs) find nothing. And you're like, fuck me. God damn it.
0: The amount of times that happens to me in any video game is insane. Last of Us, it definitely happened to me quite a bit, but there was a game I was playing recently where that happened to me every level. It was called the Callisto Protocol. Every level I played in that game, man, I was out of, because I hated having to freaking, like I hated having to get into a fist fight or use my melee weapon against these enemies because it was always, every time I turned around a corner, some big fat bitch was coming at me and then I had to start chopping her down and (laughs) it was just so much easier if I used a gun and sooner or later, like halfway through the game, Spoilers for Callisto Protocol, but halfway through the game, the enemies, if you don't kill them quick enough, they, they become stronger after 10 seconds. So oh. then I was just like, oh, I've got to start using my fucking gun now because I don't want to have to deal with a, a stronger enemy. Yeah. And they, they swarm you. Like It was kind of bad gameplay mechanics for that because you couldn't really deal with more than one enemy at a time. And in that mm-hmm. game, they would send like multiple people after you. And that was no fun. <laughs> game is OK, though. I'll say the game is OK. It's too short, in my opinion
1: true um yeah i don't know did you like how uh brian our uh raider fellow uh did you like how he pleaded for like for his life a bit there
0: i did like that i i want to I, I see did too yeah i want to see be... that it shows how there's no remorse in joel please yeah. your life i don't care
1: yeah it kind of reminded me of like last of us part two like when they would when they added that mechanic into the game where oh, you know yeah. like you would down a guy and they would like be like please please i have a family and then and then and like even even when they when they crash into the building and and then joel shoots that first guy and then that guy's like he's like just come out we just want your supplies we won't hurt you and then joel shoots the guy and he's like oh my god you fucking killed jeff i'm gonna fucking kill you and then it reminded me of part two like where they added that mechanic where like they would be looking for you and then you would kill one of them and be like holy shit they killed ryan we gotta Mm -hmm. kill that bastard like
0: i think that's actually such a genius thing because it adds a level of humanity and it does change your perspective on who these people are like no one no one's a good person
1: yeah and not only that but it also puts a name to that person so like Mm -hmm. they're not just you know they're not just uh like uh like like a like you know unnamed
0: army soldier guy like in walking dead they would kill they would kill tons of red shirts like in star trek there was red shirts you didn't care if they died but they're not a red shirt
1: it's like that was was Brian? Brian died.
0: <laughs> no, I I actually like that, and it's one of my favorite things that they added toward the second game because I think that's more about what The Last of Us is about, right? Like that's mm-hmm. what the video games are about. Is yeah. like when you take a person's life, that is a person you are killing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and um, it's definitely more so in the second game, I guess, because the second game deals with those themes much um, much larger, with it being like violence being a violence being a circle, you mm-hmm. know, it just it's never ending and it's. Violence only begets more violence.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, I, and maybe that's a maybe beautiful that's why story. It is, and maybe maybe that's why Craig isn't really showing violence as much in this. In this, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. he's not getting as gory with it. I I feel like it definitely will. We will get to that point. I just I think um,
0: it's the, building.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. Like I think I think he'll he'll use it effectively. You know, like he's mm-hmm. not like I I don't think it'll. They're gonna use it just for like you know, fun reasons, you know, or just yeah. like this isn't a horror show.
0: <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> thank God, thank God, I'm not in charge because it, my personal yeah, it taste would be would terrifying. <laughs> away. <It'd> be terrifying. <laughs> it would it'd be terrible. It would. It would be disgusting. You last, would not have that. The last of terrifier. <laughs> it
1: would just be Art the clown going ham in there. I know it would. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it really would. I'm a sick person, I guess. I'm a fucking sicko.
1: Nah, not at all, man. It's just, it's just it's it's fun to watch you know it's a good time
0: yeah it is it's not like i'm actually gonna do it it's not like any of us are actually gonna do it but we no. like watching it yeah I, I love the effects like i love how they like some of them like a terrifier how real they can make it look like yeah. it's outstanding the special I mean, effects look, they have yeah, nowadays. i mean
1: i know well look look at look at the last of us with the clickers man they look incredible man
0: oh, oh my man. god yes i can't wait
1: to see the rest of them
0: oh. they they nailed the clicker look but if i like of course they were gonna nail it right? Yeah. And uh,
1: um, yeah. I, I,
0: they also, it was the same, they brought back the same voice actors to do the clickers in the show. I, I just wanted to mention that real quick, which mm-hmm. I thought was very nice. I mean, you're only making a certain noise, but it is nice that you're using the same sounds from the video game. That connective tissue being there, I don't know. It's nice addition to the adaptation.
1: Yeah. I also liked how, um, kind of similar to the game, where, where she asked, how did you know That it was a, how'd you know that it was going to be an ambush? And he's like, I've been on both sides. And then she's, and then she looks at him. She's like, Have you killed some, have you killed innocent people before? And he doesn't even say anything. He just gives her this look of, of just like such guilt and despair. Mm -hmm. Like, don't let me answer, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, fuck, man. Like, this guy's been through some shit, man. Just let him, (laughs) let it
0: be. Yeah, as you said earlier, this episode was definitely just the Joel and Ellie, you know, relationship-building episode. Team-building yeah. exercises, and it, yeah. it was interesting because there was two times, you, like you just said, Joel didn't want to answer that question because we all knew, you know, you got to do what you got to do to survive, and then later on in the episode, Ellie didn't want to answer the question on who was the person that she had to kill. We, yeah, all know, exactly. we all know who it is if we play the games, but Joel doesn't know yet, and we're going to see that story play out. Pro- I, I'm gonna guess the third last episode of the season is gonna be that episode
2: mm-hmm.
0: where we see her origin story. Because I, I still think my my theory is that that her flashback, her origin story, is gonna play out while Joel is unconscious, you know, recovering from the injury or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's out on her own hunting. Yeah, that's true. when they'll do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that actually makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I think that's like that's just perfect opportunity. You you know you bookend it, you know you, you bookend it with your two little her in the snow hunting, and then maybe at the end she meets David's group. But that's right in the middle is the who, who is Riley, the left-behind storyline. I think that's exactly how you do it. When they do it, though, I think it's got to be like episode seven. So I'm looking forward to it. I, like, yeah, me the too. meat of the story is just, is just coming up. There's so much more to get to. I was I pumped for Bill and Frank. That was my most anticipated. And now I'm I know. You know, Henry and Sam, and then we'll have the David's group, and then the hospital.
1: Yeah, so but I'm excited about Melanie Linsky as Kathleen here. I like how they oh, kind yeah. of added this little, you know, story element that's like going on this little arc, you know, that's uh, that's to, that's to be. I wonder how long it'll last, kind of thing too, you know. Like, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about Henry and Sam. I really liked uh Sam's look at the end of the episode, um, which they kind of alluded to. Um, earlier in the episode when they're searching for Henry and Sam and they find that hideout and there's a bunch of like kids drawings of superheroes and then at the end of the episode we get to see Henry and then we see Sam going shush and he has like a a red mask drawn on his face so I'm curious to see how they played it out with, with with the both of them in this one so I'm assuming I'm assuming like Henry has told Sam that like you know, they're superheroes and they got, they got to leave or something like that. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, you know,
0: um, cover it up for him, you know, dress it up nice. Cause he's just a kid.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, exactly. he lives
0: in this shitty world and he's had to grow up in this shitty world, be born into it,
1: but yeah, you still and,
0: want to give him some semblance of a childhood. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he's also like a lot younger than Ellie too. And mm-hmm. I, I, I forgot about that when I was like playing the game and stuff. I remember like, he went to go get a toy in the game and Henry's like, we don't have time for toys, you know? So I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to see how uh, how Henry is in, in, in this one and um, see how that plays out.
0: Looking ahead, like, are you ready to get your whole, your heart torn out again?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because
0: it's going to fucking happen. And is it going to be next episode? It's got to be next episode. It has to be next episode when they decide to fucking tear our heart out. And luckily enough, we get it early. It comes out on Friday. So yeah. tomorrow
1: so excited. No, yeah. not tomorrow. Uh Tomorrow
0: for when this episode airs.
1: <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> true. <But laughs> I forgot.
0: <laughs> so it comes out. Sorry. Cuz the Super Bowl is on Sunday, so they decided to give it give it to us early, which Hey, I get it. The most watched sporting event in in America. Yeah. I get that you're you you don't want to have to compete with that and all eyes are going to be on that. And with The the Last of Us viewership numbers, I don't know if you've been paying attention to this, but, you know, start off at 4 million for the premiere. Then it went up to five for the second episode. You know, then it went up to like 5.5 for the third. Now it's at 7.5 for the fourth. So it's just this steady climb Hmm. for live viewership numbers. So I think they end the season in double digits for sure. Like 10 million people will be be tuning in by the time we get to that season finale that we all know is going to be a tearjerker. And it's going to be one fucking wild ride.
1: I heard like a funny hot take where someone, they were talking about like the viewership. And they're like, do you think pe- more people watch this show than that are actually alive in the world of Last of Us? And it's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> 100%. There's de- more people watch the show than are actually alive in the world of The Last of Us. <laughs> a, thousand, a thousand percent, which is sad. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I don't think last of us is going to be any of those. And like, it's not gonna be like the walking dead where it goes on for too long. And then you start questioning how many fucking people were alive yeah. because they just, they're always meeting new people. There's all of a sudden all these settlements with like millions of people there or hundreds of thousands of people. My mistake there. And you're like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, there must be like, everyone must still be alive at this point. It's kind of ridiculous. And there's always a zombie around like, Holy shit. In the walking dead by season 11, you're just surprised that Virginia, and Atlanta hasn't already been cleared out of all the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> like the last of us, thankfully shouldn't go on for that long. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, so it shouldn't run into that problem. Um, all right. So uh, final thoughts on the last of us before we move on.
1: Uh, yeah. I thought it was a a solid episode. Definitely an episode. I think we'll need looking forward. We need that. Like definitely mm-hmm. an episode. We needed looking forward. And um yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's episode. I feel like it's I feel like it's going to be a banger, so.
0: It is. Oh, I, I'm oh, I'm pumped just cuz I've been really waiting for the action-packed episode. Not that that's all I need. I like my character stuff too, but you know, I I want to see more. I want to see some intense action. I want to see them. I want to see some loss like some I just want to I'm saying some too much, but I <laughs> I don't want to get into spoilers. What I want to say next is a spoiler for, from the game. So I'm not going to say it, but I can't wait to be heartbroken again. Mm-hmm. That type of shit I love. I love crying. So,
1: yeah, man. Me too, man. Let's cry together.
0: <laughs> I'll be, when I cry during the episode, I'll think about you. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm giving it a seven out of 10 this episode. It's good. Like you said, builds the relationships really well. We get the pun book and, you know, we get to see more of a different side of Joel, you know, laughing. Yeah. I like that. I like that.
1: Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, we like you know, you rarely see that um in the game. I think it takes takes a while for you in the game to see him laugh or smile. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to see him kind of get a good chuckle. I mean, it was a good joke to be fair, so.
0: <laughs> Did you know diarrhea is hereditary? It runs in your genes.
1: <laughs> Just the way she said it. The way she she like nailed, I feel like, how she said it. Like it was perfect. Oh, yeah
0: she nailed it the timing was perfect
1: it runs in your jeans <laughs> she said it like so slowly and creepily it was like <laughs> like she like you like, like when you know you got a good joke and you're just waiting for that reaction <laughs> like it was good i liked it
0: and then, and then when he's like i'm not laughing and she's like yes you are motherfucker that was yeah, nice yeah. a nice little cute moment to end the episode you knew as soon as it faded to black though some shit was going to go down and of course that's only me henry and sam so it's nice nice setup uh that's that's all i have to say 7 out of 10 for me out so. 10
1: i'll i'll say 7.5
0: if you had said like 7.3 or 7.8 i'd been like fuck you man
1: just <laughs> yeah i know i wanted i Pick wanted to be like 7. point. <laughs> 33662.
0: I would have came after you. I would have said, okay, what's why did you not give them the point? You know, 666, 6, 6, man. Tell me why you didn't want to give them the rest of that point. It's Justify it.
1: They were they were short. They were, it should have been longer.
0: Oh, yeah. That was another thing. I we didn't even talk about that, but it was the shortest episode of the season.
1: Yeah, solid 45 minutes. I was shocked. That,
0: yeah, dude, same. Took me by surprise by the time the credits rolled. I was like, no way. Like it's only yeah. 945 Don't do this to me.
1: Don't yeah, don't do know. this to me. It wasn't even 10 o'clock. I was like, I still have plenty of time before I go to bed.
0: <laughs> All right. So that's it for The Last of Us. I, I want to keep you on, though, to talk about a few more things while, while we're yeah. still here. Mm-hmm. And I actually wrote them down because some of the shit I was seeing online in the past couple of days was boggling my fucking mind. And I want to know, did you see the article about the AMC movie theaters in the United States um, going to charge yes. charge? So for everybody, for the listeners. AMC, a theater chain in America, has decided to roll out this new plan that they're basically going to do priority seating. Right, so if you pay an extra two dollars, you get the best seats in the house. If you want to pay regular price, you get you know the the edges around the best seats, and if you want to get valued seats, so if you're poor for two dollars less, you can take you know <laughs> the break your neck seats. Like yeah. holy shit! Yeah, like, like just... front row. And I I thought for for. You see it all the time on film Twitter, but come on, for an industry that needs people to go back to the theaters, yeah, the solution is not to fucking price people out of going, or not... to not incentivize them to go anymore. No. That is the stupidest fucking thing
1: Dumbest I have thing,
0: ever bro. seen.
1: Um, yeah, I'm completely against this. Like, I think that's a load of bull, and I think honestly that would create even more of a divide than there already is in 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 uh, in society and just in the hierarchy like Mm -hmm. could you imagine like going to a movie and then like seeing all these rich snobs sitting in the middle in the middle rows and then i have to like go to the fucking front row just so i could watch this movie because i couldn't afford the extra two dollars or something that one time like that's the best part about going to the movies that like everyone is on equal footing. Like everyone Mm -hmm. is of equal value in a theater. Like, like I don't think they should be putting a valuation on, on people in a theater because everyone goes there to enjoy. Like, what if we go there and then these douchebags are being all loud in the middle and then I can't hear the movie, but be, and then they're like, well, I paid more, maybe, maybe be richer or something like that. And it's just like, that'll create some really toxic environment. And I feel like that could probably lead to like, like, a like, a, like another, like a, another mass shooting in a movie theater, like a hundred percent.
0: Oh my God. I didn't even think about that perspective, but you're right. Oh, it you're would. Way more, way more division, way more division than, than there already is. Like, we don't need more. And you're yeah. right. This is just going to, this is just going to widen the gap, widen the cracks that are already in society these days. And it's just, it's not going to help anybody. I, I And Stupid. you know what? So if, if AMC wants to close down, then you've just put together the perfect plan to do it. They saw I saw this one tweet, this one person's opinion where it's like they saw they saw what Netflix did with their no longer sharing passwords thing that they then, you know, rolled back on a few days later. And AMC went, you know what? Oh, my beer. I'll try this. Like they were going to yeah, outdo yeah, them exa- with, yeah, with exactly. who could make, who could make the worst decision, Netflix or movie theaters. And apparently the movie theater thought that they could, and they did because if they yeah. go through with this, yes, this is worse than, you know, not being able to share my Netflix password anymore. Like I yeah. I could give a fuck, but yeah. you know, the movie theater, that's it's my ridiculous man for, for a lot of us, for me, you know, that's like my sacred place. I go every yeah. week. Yeah. I love going. And you know what? It's what you said. It's equal footing. Not a lot of people go to the theaters anyways, you know, yeah. COVID-19 happened. So I don't go to theaters that are that packed anymore unless I'm going to see a Marvel movie or some big tentpole feature, Avatar, Batman. You know, those are the only things now I see a lot of people go to. Mm -hmm. And these smaller movies, if you're now going to prioritize this stupid fucking seating plan over it, you're going to get less people to want to see those movies. And those movies are going to suffer already more than they they already are. Sorry, I kind of worded that terribly. But yeah. yeah, like it's just... I, I, I vented about this on Twitter because I just couldn't believe it. I just said one line. It was just, this is the stupidest fucking idea I've ever heard. And yeah, like, I just, if they actually go through with this, if this goes beyond this one weekend trial run,
1: dude, they're like, go America
0: is doomed. AMC, oh, yeah. you're doomed. You're going to go right down the shitter.
1: Yeah, they're honestly, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a terrible idea. Um, it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't exist. It should just be, it should be gone. It, should, it needs mm-hmm. to go. It needs to go. Mm-hmm. You know, like this it needs never to get should get out have... of here and never happen again.
0: It, it, you know what? This never should have got to the point where the Hollywood reporter and all the trades were ever reporting on it. You know, this should have been a dumb idea some stupid rich guy said in a meeting to try and make more money because capitalism is going to capitalism. And it never should have made it out of that meeting. Someone should have shot it down immediately. But no. People are way too fucking obsessed with money. And of yep. course, they decided to go through with it and then let the trades fucking report on it. Like, yep. they had to know. They, there's no way you even get that story prepared without knowing the backlash that's going to ensue because of it. And also, if your only defenders are like Ben Shapiro and his oh, like, Jesus, then you are fucked.
2: Yep. Like,
0: clearly that's a bad idea. You've got the wrong crowd supporting you. You need to roll that shit back quickly quickly thank god we're in canada but cineplex do you do shit like this
1: dude it's over i'm never unforg- that'll be
0: unforgivable
1: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i would never never go in again
0: yep gonna start going Come to I- my independent cinemas that are close by start yeah, supporting
1: I'll, your local theaters i will cut my gift cards in half and just forbid oh. it
0: mm-hmm. and you know what they, they they would deserve it i just oh that's it that's it for me i just really needed to get that off my chest because it was just such a stupid stupid thing
1: I know, still, I know I read that today and I was just like really <laughs> really what, Like, what the fuck
0: yeah really I, oh. and then another thing to do with movie theater is that I am i know you'll have the same opinion as me but if you hadn't seen it I really need to tell you this mm-hmm. and that was have you heard of the, U, um, the UK singer Zara Larson I hope I'm saying that correctly no so she's a singer I guess and she mm-hmm. put out this TikTok she has millions of followers millions of fans And she put out this TikTok. If she was doing it as a parody, like, great job, because you convinced me that you were serious. And she just came across like this. You know what? I'm going to stop right there because I was about to to say something that wouldn't be nice. So I'm just going to say she came across not well. And she said that there needs to be a cultural shift in movie theaters. And if you want to sit in silence and watch a movie, you should do it at home. If you go to the movie theater, we should be allowed to talk and chit chat, you know? and openly analyze were her exact words openly analyze the film together and i'm like dude i hate soups for his like how he's poisoned marvel movies for everybody because now everyone goes to marvel movies and they laugh they sorry not laugh of course they can laugh but i mean you're screaming obnoxiously during a movie i can't Mm -hmm. fucking stand that yeah unless you're at like tiff and it's midnight madness I don't know if everyone's on the same wavelength, that's, that's totally fine, but there's a time I, and place a... to
1: do that stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. And it's like not, rent the it's theater not theater.
1: No, rent the theater out. If you want to do that with your friends, then rent the theater out or go to a, you know, a showing where it's not as busy, you know, don't be, don't be coming in here and, and yelling and shit and talking openly like mm-hmm. while watching a movie. While you know, me and my partner are trying to have a good time and enjoy the movie and, and hear the movie. Mm-hmm. you know like come on like let's let's um like how old is this person how old is she like 20 or something
0: let me look it up okay here we go play some jeopardy i should play some she Jeopardy must, music she must here. be like 20
1: or something she must be like one of these like young kids
0: oh she's a swedish singer i was wrong by saying uk earlier anyways she is 25 she's literally the same age as me 25 oh, wow. years old holy shit oh
1: man very different 25 year olds
0: <laughs> yeah oh no kidding oh my god that's like...
1: Listen, I don't know uh, what they do in Sweden, but... Maybe. We don't
0: <laughs> yell during the movie, okay? We don't talk yeah, we, to each other.
1: We don't yodel here, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't become Brenda from Scary Movie 1 watching Shakespeare in Love, okay? Yeah. We're not bringing fried shit. We're not bringing like our dinner into the movie theater and fucking ruining everyone's time. Yeah. You know, in Scary Movie 1, what happens to Brenda for being so obnoxious during the movie? Everyone stabs her to death. Yeah. Okay, and it's deserved, yeah. and that's what will happen. Okay.
1: Yeah. We're I'm not trying to be, violence. <laughs> we're not trying to be uh J-Lo and and Ben Affleck at the Grammys, <laughs> right? We're not we're not trying to drag people into things they don't want to do, all right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was such a perfect example, bro.
1: I know that it was, was funny because you said Shakespeare in love, and I was like, hey, Ben Affleck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that man looked like he wanted to be. I, I love that man he yeah. he's all of us when you get dragged to an event that you don't want to go to
1: yeah yeah that was the best meme that was great i was have you seen the video of like him like whispering in her ear and she's just like shut up or oh my something. God. when she like Trevor knows off right yeah, yeah 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 that's that's the best one and then trevor noah is just like sitting there and then they look and the camera's on them and she's like oh fuck
0: <laughs> yeah she makes direct eye contact as soon as she swats them makes direct eye contact with the camera like you could see in her eyes the <laughs> the life slip away like oh shit they just saw that on camera
1: <laughs> that was uh, so good it was so good because but- it was like such a real life <laughs> situation it was hilarious
0: oh like ben ben like, you know unintentionally the most relatable person in hollywood
2: <laughs> oh
0: but that everyone's gonna become like Ben Affleck in a the movie theater if we have pe- more and more people like Zara Larson who are out there talking it up during a fucking movie, you know, Sally soundstage or whatever they fucking call
1: Sally people. soundtrack. That's Sally it soundtrack, that's what, that's what it was. Yeah,
0: soundstage. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> Sally soundtrack. What the fucker? Or... Don't be <laughs> a it... Sally soundtrack.
0: <laughs> what was it? Is it Tammy talker or T- Tammy? I don't Timmy, know.
1: Timmy. Uh it's like a Tommy. Yeah. Tommy Talkers. Tommy talks
0: there. a lot. I don't know. That sounds, Tom, yeah, I that forget dumb. that one. Who had remember, it with Sally soundtrack? That was yeah, spot
1: on. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was Sally soundtrack, and then Susie Seat Kicker.
2: Oh then, my God! Yes. And
1: then I don't remember what the other one was. I don't remember. Yeah, I just know. I just remember those two.
0: I was trying to look it up to see what it was, but I guess you can't look up Timmy Talks a lot and find a response.
1: <laughs> Suzy's <doesn't> Seat <laughs> Kicker. Timmy Talks.
0: I guess you can't type in something that's wrong and expect to find the right answer.
1: <laughs> but I am Tommy trying. Tommy Talker.
0: See, I wanted to say, I thought it was Talker, but then I thought, no, that's just too simple. You know, okay, I feel I just... like they put some effort into these things.
1: Okay. I just looked up Tommy Talker and he's like a ventriloquist dummy. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> oh
0: my God. I know I know Tommy Talks a lot was like a podcast when I looked it up. That's what popped up. And I was like, oh <laughs> shit. Okay. Then I look up Sally's soundtrack and when Harry met Sally pops up. So honestly, you can't even look up the right thing and find the right fucking answer, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, All right.
0: So, one more thing, a couple mm-hmm. more things that I want to I want to talk about before we go. Um, Scream Six is coming up. Mm-hmm. You know this? You know Scream Six. We're pretty close. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah that, little, that little little great... known
0: franchise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That 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 movie that. Apparently everyone loved, but me and you, I think.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So we got we got Scream six March tenth, and there's something I had a, I had a thought the other day, and mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to discuss this with you. I wrote okay. down so many notes because I knew we were gonna do this, and I there were so many things I wanted to talk to you about. This one though, when it comes to Scream movies, you know the killers are always new characters that get introduced in the respective film that they're in. Right? Mm-hmm. We've never had a killer be someone that survived a previous movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought about this because the marketing for Scream 6 is quick cuts of everyone holding a knife or the most recent one is the, the, you know, famous board game, guess who? And Mm -hmm. it's, you know, the social media account says, can you guess who the killer is going to be? And they show, you know, the four survivors from the first one, Tara, Sam, Chad, and Mindy. And, you know, is, is it one of them? Or is it one of the new characters? And you're like, well, there's no way it's going to be Gail Weathers. There's no way it's going to be the survivors. And then I thought to myself, but what if it is? That would be a twist that you'd never seen in a screen movie before. But I feel like you've never seen it in a screen movie because how do you write that in a way where it makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. We saw That's these true. people survive. So how could you ever justify, like, Sam? Sure, she's Billy Loomis's daughter, but there's no way you could... She's just going to snap and start becoming Ghostface and hunting down her friends in the sequel? No way. Yeah. And Tar- Tara, I can't see that happening either. It, it's Mindy or Chad, and even then, I can't see it. And I love Chad, and I love Mindy. Chad was one <laughs> of my fan favorite characters from the, from the fifth one. I, I I love that guy a lot. I thought he died, and I was happy. He seems to be the new Dewey guy, where he just... I hope he is the new Dewey, where he just gets the shit kicked out of him every movie, but he
1: always but survives. somehow makes it? That would actually be hilarious. They become, the they become yeah. the new gale weathers they become the new gale weathers and dewey that would be hilarious
0: yeah you know what now that dewey's gone you need someone to kind of pick up that torch yeah. and i think he's the perfect That's opportunity for That's that
1: good. i like this theory i like this theory
0: but but, but yeah I, I was just thinking so long about about like if it was someone from the from a surviving cast like who could it be and i couldn't come up with any reasons but do you like that idea do you see any way that that could ever work
1: We could, because we also have Hayden Panettiere returning, who is also a survivor.
0: That's right. You are correct. I forgot. From the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. She's coming back. Kirby. Another huge fan favorite from the fourth movie. Everyone loved her. They couldn't wait for her to come back. Everyone knew she wasn't dead.
1: No. Yeah. She was a great character in that movie. Yeah. I'm excited that she's actually in this one.
0: Yeah. Like, good to have her back. I guess she's got some personal issues. So I guess having her back is an even bigger deal.
1: So yeah, really glad. I think the only thing I'm worried about, like you've watched the trailer, right? All of them. Yep. Yeah. The only thing that worries me about this um, movie is that like, I liked the teaser trailer with the subway thing and it's Halloween. Loved that. Mm -hmm. But then when the actual trailer came out and they showed a bit more of things, I mean, you get to see Ghostface with a gun which I thought was kind of cool. That's going to be sick. But then later on in the trailer, they show like that weird, like bat cave room, like ghost face bat cave shrine, or yeah. I don't know what that is. That really has me worried. <laughs> that really so, got me worried.
0: It sounds like worried in a bad way.
1: Yeah. I'm, I don't know about that. I I don't know about that. I didn't think I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I'm worried, but mm-hmm.
0: 'Cause they're they're doing the, the Halloween thing where they're using an old mask too. Yeah. It leads it leads a lot of people to believe that they're gonna have the last minute twist that Stu is alive or something. Oh, but really? If there's if there's no setup to that, I just couldn't see them going that route for a last minute reveal. Like that would only be for fans for the franchise, you know? If mm-hmm. Stu ended up being alive. Like you would need to set up nah, the fact I don't that think... Stu's alive.
1: Nah, I don't I don't think I don't think so. I don't think mm-hmm. they'll do that. I think they'll I think they will doing what you're, what what you might do, which or what you were saying, where like they might be like, uh, it'll be someone that has survive a survivor being a killer. Now, mm-hmm. I think if they if they want to turn this into like a, a new like trilogy or franchise, that would probably be the best way to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Just like who was the most traumatized from theirs, um, their encounter yeah. from Ghostface, how yeah, they and- dealt with it, and just became Ghostface themselves.
1: Yeah, and and you
0: know Kirby became a cop, so you would think that's how she turned her trauma into something good. But what if that's but what if that's a front?
1: You know, yeah, yeah.
0: People into thinking that you're using it as a front, but you're really not.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the Dewey from Scary Movie did that. (laughs) Do or doofus or doofy doofy Doofy. yeah doofy. I mean doofy. We all thought he was a, a a mentally disabled dude uh, <laughs> cop <laughs> and it turns out he isn't at all
0: the way you danced around finding the correct word for that
1: i know i had to say it because i just kept thinking of what they said in the movie and i'm like wait i can't say you can't that right
0: say that <laughs> no i know you can't say that man i was
1: like That's i can't great. say that I can't say yeah. that. I was gonna say, men- I was gonna say, uh, like, men- I had like mental health on my mind, and I was okay. like, no, that's not it.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but do you uh, do you have any idea on who the killer might be, just from a pure superficial standpoint? You're looking at photos of the cast. Do you have anybody that you think might be the killer, just as an early guess?
1: I feel like, based off on what the last movie was kind of interpreting, I could see it being um the whatever the the main girl whatever sam is, it, mm-hmm. is that her name sam. sam yep yeah i think it's the main i think it could be the main girl because she was the one that was having like crazy conversations uh with her dead dad so <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> and i'm like hmm i'm like could it be her or it could be her sister too i'm thinking it's it must be either it must be one of them to be mm-hmm. to be honest so i think it'll definitely be one of them
0: for for new characters that they're bringing in here, I'm I'm looking at the cast list here of Scream posted on their Twitter, guess who's the killer? And they have all the characters on this one photo. So they got seven new characters joining. Oh, yeah. So out of those seven, two, unless they go the Scream 3 route where it's only one killer. But, you know, just because it's Scream, it's, al- it's always got to be two because it's always more fun if there's two. Yeah. And so... They got Dermot Mulroney coming in to play the detective. I would imagine that's working with Kirby. She's an FBI agent, so she, he's got to be her partner or her oh, senior yeah. senior officer, something. I was thinking, wouldn't it be interesting if he turned out to be the killer? Just because I like Dermot Mulroney, yeah. but he's probably just going to get killed off.
1: Yeah, Just because I feel like we love him. Gonna... I feel like Samara Weaver is definitely going to be very much uh, being advertised as the killer because she's really good at being bad, especially like in the babysitter uh mm-hmm. movie that, that was on Netflix. She's really good at being bad. Yeah. And um
0: they have I feel like oh sorry you go continue. No 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 you go. I was gonna say they have Josh Segura in this movie who's played a bad guy in a few things before he played the main villain in season five of the CW show Arrow. He played Prometheus in that show so I feel yeah. like if he turned out to be the villain here, it would seem too obvious because he looks like a fucking villain.
1: Like yeah. you don't
0: I feel what like you should. Tony Revalori. That's what I was thinking. And his name in the movie is Jason. And Friday the 13th, Jason takes Manhattan. I don't know. My oh. mind went there, bro. I don't know. If if it is That it could be
1: it because it would be unsuspecting. Because people know him from Spider-Man and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like it would be like, oh, he's just like. That, like, funny... He's just, like, the funny... He's Flash Thompson. He's funny, you know?
0: Yeah. So, I I I'm, I, I I saw his name was Jason, and I just thought, if we're really going to, like, do honor to the whole Jason Takes Manhattan Friday the 13th thing, I think it would be kind of cool if you made him the the one of the ghost faces. I don't know who the second one is, but he's for sure one of my guesses for a ghost face. Watch he be, like, the first person that fucking dies. <laughs> I'd feel like a... I'm in the movie theater. If he's the first person that dies, I'm going to hang my head in shame for the rest of that movie. I will be so disappointed. I'll be like, Oh, I thought I had such a good idea. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. <coughs> oh, well, Sorry. I mean, is that, is that everything? I think it is. That really that's flew all, by.
1: Time does fly. when you are having fun.
0: Yeah, it does. This is a fun episode, man. I, Man, it's probably the most I've laughed in one of these in a, in a, in a while. We're, having yeah. a, we're just having a ball here,
1: brother. Dude, well, we, I mean, we cried last time, so we had <laughs> oh, to laugh yeah. this time.
0: <laughs> last time, I was literally fighting back tears as we started because I watched the episode right before we came on air. I, yeah. I was I was an emotional wreck during those first 10 minutes. I was surprised <laughs> I was able to talk without crying. But, uh, yeah, and and now this week when we talk about it, we'll be we'll be really pumped up because of the action so hey.
1: yeah and we're gonna and we're gonna have uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna have to uh talk about the next one a lot quicker than normal i guess
0: oh hell yeah we'll definitely be getting that episode at you guys right really soon after the episode goes to air on crave hbo max and on hbo so uh keep your eye out for that chris as always thank you so much for stopping by and being a lovely co-host
1: Dude, it's always a pleasure talking and laughing and crying with you, my man.
0: <laughs> a roller coaster of emotions. I love it. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for checking us out once again. And we'll see you next week.
2: Bye.